will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgrade.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Miss Rusty, what's up, everybody? It is Thursday here, and uh, welcome to the public access podcast, the podcast, the podcast, because we're in Pennsylvania out of intercourse here today. What is happening, everyone? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. I'm just the host, like, I'm, I'm like, it's like Jeopardy, man. The people that are the contestants are the stars people on here that are the stars i'm just the host like alex trebek and now ken jennings shout out to them uh hopefully they're listening i don't know how alex is gonna listen but hopefully ken's listening so thank you everyone for being here on the rusty diamond podcast network i'm gonna bring on my special guest right here and right now and my special guest right here and right now is skin and bones there he is what's up with it man in motion man uh cool yeah uh give me one second because i have to take a leak one second sure okay um so that's what's happening right now might be a first of the show so Hopefully it's not on and it turns into one of those. Uh, I mean, they've done it on a few things. I think it was, I want to say it was a naked gun. Two and a half. They do that. And it'd be on some other stuff. It's always a good gag, but not happening today. So, um, but yeah, thank you everyone. Oh, we lost him. Maybe he's going to come back. But in the meantime, I can talk about anything here. So, yeah, I got some snow today. Hopefully it's not snowing if he's outside there, but it's probably pretty cold. So I met this guy through Jonathan Powell. Shout out to Jonathan Powell for putting this episode together. Uh, good guy, man. Good guy stuck up for me and i appreciate that so um but yeah so i think we there we go we got skin and bones oh i can't hear him so uh, we got someone but i can't 
hopefully he he can see that I can't hear him right now. Um, let's see if I can put this in the chat. Can't hear you. So, well, uh, hopefully he sees this and he's not just talking. Uh, man, how can I do this? Uh, see if he can, like, I can go like this and see if I can get him to be like, hey, I can't hear you. He's looking around. I need him to look at the screen. Maybe, maybe he'll see it, but... Uh, I can't hear you. Oh, there it is. Well, so, so what I was saying was, you know, we out in the mix of it all. We keep it gangster. We keep it punk rock. We keep it thug cop, man. I was just showing y'all like the surroundings. Like just because you do music and you're some part of some type of cult following or something like that, so-called celebrity, that don't have nothing to do with really being in the mix of it. If you're in the mix of it, you're in the mix of it. If you ain't, you're not. So then what, what would you say is the, I mean, you said, what would I say is what? Well, I mean, as far as, you know, how you are, you said right there that you were like in the mix of it, but you know, people who just because you're whatever are not really in the mix of it. Right. So, uh, I mean, what do you mean by that? So like, I, don't know, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. I'm not here to judge nobody. What I'm getting at is, is that there's a lot of things that we can always do better. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that we ourselves can do for ourselves. I mean, I just got to give it up to the B-O-N-E, Bone Thug, right, and Wu-Tang, because those are the guys that raised me, Danzig, the Misfits, you know what I'm saying, Bad Brains, you know what I mean? Those dudes, those dudes raised me out here, bro, like, to show me, you know, because when I, I'm Caribbean, right, but I'm from the Midwest. So there was always this racial overtone about being so-called a white boy. Where I come from, white people's cruelty. So there really is no black. There is no white. There's only, are you Anglo-Saxon, Caucasian? Are you, you know, Boricua? Are you Nova Scotian? Are you Veracruz? Are you Oaxacan? Are you Russian? Are you Chinese? Like, are you Asian? We don't get into all that other silly shit. Like we really want blood out here when we moving, if we moving yeah. and grooving together, and that's what it's about. And so you are you're in uh, Indianapolis, right? Right, and it's and on the old maps it's called Morocco, right? So it's like it's like domestic, it's like domestic to the Morocco that everybody else knows. Just like Illinois is Mecca to what everybody else knows. It's like adjacent, even like when you think about Phoenix, Arizona, or Memphis, Tennessee. Everything's adjacent to itself. Dualities. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I, so I was talking with someone yesterday and then they, they said that they told me they had a, she had a tattoo on her arm and like uses it, you know, for when she's feels like she wants to you know drop an elbow on someone. And, uh, you know, it's like, but that's not me, but I'm like, you know, I'm a lover and, but you have to be both. There's that duality of like, you got you can be a lover, but then if you're a lover at the same time, you do have to fucking drop an elbow on shit at some other point of it. And, you know, there is the duality of anything. And so, um, so I mean, like when you're out, uh, like where, where are you 
writing are you writing or like is there are you writing in your head and then well, I'm uh, one of the first original mumble rap singers you can do your research I'm sure you have because you seem like a diligent guy uh, and shot and shots out to the to the southern uh the southern Calhoun man that connected us man uh I love him that's my that's my little big brother he, he's he's a big guy because he's he was out in the streets for 10 years it was a few years longer than me because I did that off and on but he did it consistently. So he's got a big heart. Yeah. We want to give that out to him. Um, but the thing is, is that I, I'm a poet by nature. So the original mumble rap singers are rap singers that they called mumblers because they we would we would scatter our flow, which comes from the Caribbean and Aboriginal dialects, and then jumped into bebop and jazz. Like it kind of spread like that. So your little Uzi verse, your young thugs, uh, your Johnny Cinco's, your kings from New Orleans, like all of that rap style. It comes from us, the Aboriginal Caribbeans, you know. And so I don't really always have to write because like a rock singer or a punk rock singer, which I'm a part of the G-Punk community still after all these years, it's a, it's 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 in essence, you know, it's evanescence. It's, it's not something I need to think about. It's something I need to be about. It's something that I need to live and not something that I just need to talk. You know, my, my words are a manifestation of my thoughts. My thoughts should be a manifestation of my lifestyle, regardless of what kind of lifestyle it is. You, I mean, your lifestyle is you. And that's, people are going to get the most real, you know, uh, reaction and what there's, you know, it's, uh, I mean, if you're some sort of performer, I mean, the ideal way to do it is to take exactly what is you and then, you know, turn it up to whatever 10 11 and uh i mean because yeah no one's gonna be a better version of you than you no one has that same story that you have right i it's mean and like yeah. i said anytime i get on an interview i i i jack the fuck out of woo i just i jacked the fuck out of uh bone because i was just looking at some shit man and i'm damn near in tears every time i can give credit to the individuals that brought me to the dance man because like in my lifetime, I was around for Guns N' Roses, Skid Row, Too Short, NWA. That's how we grew up, man. That's punk, man. That's gangster. That's how we grew up. And then to see the B-O-N-E, the Brothers on Normal Elimination, is the new NWA for this day and time. It's insane what Danzig and the Misfits and the Bad Brains did, man. What, what Fushniks did, man what Minor Threat did for our communities out here, bro. Us fighting the revolution of equality should be unified, man. When there, when we are brothers and sisters, there is no color, man. But to see that in my lifetime is insane, man. My son, Namanuel Yoramio Yamin, to be that guiding light, to break those barriers in a place like, you know, in Diana where we are. Like, because you got to think we're surrounded by Kentucky, Michigan, Illinois, you know what I'm saying, Ohio. And out of all those surrounding areas, this motherfucker is, is the most posh, most stick in the ass. And for us to be able to break through and have an opportunity to bring the whole nother level of it, of the essence of communicating with those greater beings and greater powers and forces that held the light, man, I'm just belated to be in any area or arena where I can shine my light for all you beautiful people. And I mean that, man. I mean that. And so, I mean, when you're going through town, what are you like? 
the people around you when you're walking around what's kind of the the feel of the other people like are, everybody's phone like, searching man like like right now like this is fairly new for indianapolis which is you know basically like uh it's like heliopolis you know for greece you know and and and, and people are soul searching man like i'm like a miniature celeb and and i'm still a part of the people you know i still do corporate operations and things and 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 and, and people are soul searching man people like when you see these little ladies out here, man, like they're soul searching. Like they don't, you know, they they think that if they know you now and they were to see you on TV later, you would give them the same love. But you have to see the forest for the trees. And somebody like me, I want to be known for this. I want to be seen like this. I, what they're seeing, they don't know what what I'm doing, but you guys know. And then online, it's like it's it's a whole nother world because. It's an extension of historical, historical factors. So I can walk amongst them as an Ashua or, a, or you know, I can walk, I can walk amongst them as a, a shaman, a fellow, you know, uh, in the, individual. I can walk amongst them as a brother or, or you know, a friend. So, yeah, it, it, when it comes down to that, it's just like a revelation of who's who and who's not, what's what and what's not. That's all it is, man. It's like really digging into the skinny of what is life, what is reality. And, and that's what I live for. I live for, for, you know, bringing reality to individuals. Like, like all of this social media hype because one person posts 90 pictures. That don't make you a digital creator. That don't make you this or that. Like what you're doing when you had your store, I did a little, just a tiny little, when you had your story, you're giving back to your people. You did that. You can say you did that and you made an impact. A lot of individuals take five pictures and they think just because they got 100 likes that day, that, you know, they're important to everyone. It's good to be important to somebody. But until you learn what the world is about, you cannot touch anybody. So got to learn what this work is really about. And it's about communication, cooperation, and some coordination. So that's why I can walk, I can, I can swag this out. You know, I can maxi tread and I can really be me and I can really be the one walking between the ropes. Like when I'm, when I'm spitting my shot at a sister or female, I, I do it like on this kind of an environment. That's, that's down to the, that's down to earth. Like when she's wearing her work clothes and I want to take her out to dinner, she knew I did it because it was about her. It wasn't because she had bling blingage or, because she had a bright lipstick on. It was because she was being herself with $100, $50,000 or $250,000 in the bank. That's my life and that'll forever be my world. Yeah, and I mean, like you meet the most of the people, like if you're, you can drive around town or you can go and take pictures of whatever, like you're in, uh, whatever fucking you know i don't know like a monument or whatever is the thing that people all take pictures of and, and like just kind of go past it but if you're like walking as opposed to driving or you know going like you're walking and you're sitting down like if you sit down on the fucking on the not on a bench if you sit down on a fucking on a curb Would man like, like that's something like a bench what you said like a stoop or something if i'm just sitting around type yeah or yeah or whatever and like that's when you're gonna really understand like 
that you're in your spot. You're like where you're supposed to be. Like and, the thank you man, like, like the thank you man in that stone. He's just sitting there like that. Yeah, that's me, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, and the people that are going to come to you are going to come to you, and the like the people that are flying around doing whatever, like they probably aren't going to stop anyway. You, can I tell you a secret story about skin and bones, man? Yep. Let me tell you something. I've never owned a conveyance in my life. I've drove cars, but I've never owned one because when I came from a smaller county in the city, I wanted to prove to myself back in the 80s and the 90s that I could do it. I could go against the grain and still pull some of the finest women, that I could still be somebody. And I'm here to tell you, I did it. Rusty Diamond, we did that. We proved that you don't need these things they say you need to be somebody. I'm seven people away from some of the richest, most profound, prolific individuals in the world. And I did that. And I did it for all the little men, for the underdogs to prove to them, you don't need that shit. I've had some of the prettiest, most smell good women in my bed. Multiple women knowing about each other. I didn't have to cheat. I didn't have to lie to date them. I just had to be myself. You hear me? That's all. I had to be myself. And then you don't have to fucking worry about trying to do something to impress somebody or, you know, trying to put on it's an too act much every work, time. Man. It's too much work to be lying to chicks just so yeah. they like. That's a lot of work, man, to be lying to women so they can be your friends. That's a terrible existence, man. I'm not living. And then they're going to find out. They're going to find they out are. eventually. Because, of course, yeah, it's not like a woman is not going to find out about something. It's right. just kind of the nature and, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, because there was always that thing grow, you know, I don't know, growing up or, you know, being a young adult of, you know, going to try to put on some act to yeah try to pick up. It's always been, oh, you better try to fucking put on something and like those. But then, you know, those those chicks are going to realize that that's not you at some point. But then if you're just, you know, out being yourself, you're in the, right. they'll come to you. They'll come to you. Right. And see, this is the thing too, bro. Like everybody, I say ego is like a suit. Everybody needs an ego, man. Everybody needs to wear it for a little bit. Even females, they need that for confidence. But the last thing I want to do is see a female with a bunch of fake hair in her head. Like, I don't understand, like in the urban community, why? See, this is the thing. Men like me don't care about that. Like, you're not fooling me. Because what if we do something to Oogie Boogie and then I pull one of your, your weed pieces out? Like, it was never real to start with. So why don't you just wear your own hair? Because in the end, you're trying to be somebody or you don't like yourself or you're not happy with yourself. I'm going to see that and I'm going to feel it. That's Which fucking, means we're not yeah. going to be taking pictures together because I don't want people thinking like that about me. Period. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're like, yeah. I mean, if you're being authentic with yourself, like, you know, yeah. you expect whoever else is. And then, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to play the game. Plus, I don't want to wait around for a fucking hour while, while she's getting ready either every day and have to every worry day. about all that shit, dude. Like, I just want to fucking go get stoned and fucking go out and go do whatever, man. Like, let's yep. go. 
let's go and do this. And um, let's yeah, see I mean, the world, man. Let's see what's out there for us. And I've got a girl. I've got a main. I've got a few, you know, girls that know about each other. And my main squeeze, the centerpiece. You know, I've been building her up to understand confidence, like the, to love yourself, not to be vain or to be prideful of yourself, but to really love yourself, to embrace your inner beauty, man. And I know y'all, whoever's watching, probably like, this dude got on just being an emotional wreck. No, man, it's real to me. My everyday life is my life. Nobody can negate that. That's why I'm an independent producer, label owner, and entrepreneur, because I control my fate and my destiny. I didn't depend on those brands to carry me the whole way. They gave me a few boosts. They gave me a, a pair of boots. I wear those boots sometimes. I put other boots on because I have my own shoes too. I didn't just depend on one pair of boots to get me somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you have See, to and, have... And to the point, let me prove it. These are my fresh ears. But I got good ears of the same pair, of, same style that I work in. So I didn't want to get my fresh pair dirty. So I got... Good years because I love the good year brand. I have good years that I do work in and I just run around in. Then I got the good years that are real clean that I want to show off. In. It's good, good year as a brand because they got my money twice and it's good for me because I can preserve a pair and not have to wear them twice. And yeah, you don't have to get your nice pair dirty, man. You can fucking, you, you know, when, when, when to wear what. And I mean, yeah, when you're out, like, walking around everywhere you have to think about that before you leave because it's not you can't just you don't have all that shit in your car maybe you have a backpack i don't know if you carry around a backpack I don't i'm a backpack know. guy i just didn't wear it today because you know normally i wear my backpack because i got business in there and I, it helps build my you know it's the way i work out because i don't get to go to the gym and i'm going to tell you like in my private time i'm doing bodyguard work and security work like that's what i do outside of this and uh i've kind of been like i've, I've turned into like a, a bootleg ken shamrock you know what i'm saying like for who's who and so it's really made it's made it's worked for me so yeah you know today was just one of those days where i didn't need to put no extra weight on my back so you know i'm out here free as a bird you know flying like a hawk a raven a crow you know yeah and yeah, it's so. Then, are your pockets pretty full? How full are your pockets? Well, like, right now, actually, my next... pockets have been as light as they've probably been in a while because uh, I just didn't need a lot. You know, we're gonna go check our mail, check our PO box. Uh, we're gonna go and uh, grab some hair stuff and get my hair done today. Then uh, after we get off here with you guys, we got a few publishers because we write. You know, we're doing some like um, graphic novel style writing that deals with like uh, super superhuman, supernatural, uh, ultra-natural type characters. I was really influenced by, like, Milestone Comics, uh, earlier DC, The Watchmen, um, Malibu Comics, Image. I really took those guys to heart, how they did a lot of, you know, things that where they kind of exploited the government, but also made it interesting to understand what America was really about. So I just take my spin from what I've learned and experienced throughout life and I'm filtering it. And what makes it so beautiful for me uh, that I've translated over into full-fledged writing and being a semi-author is that I can also make soundtracks for the books because who we are musically. You know, we've got a, a, a vast catalog of unreleased music and we've got music that's continuously being recorded. So when we drop these books, we can make our own songs for the characters, the soundtracks. And when we had a, a, a short discussion with one of the... Um, with one of the uh, publishers, they were really excited to see that we had already 
prompt and prepared to do this because we're going to go from the books. Novelets are probably going to have like five stories in it, uh, stories even. Then we'll go from that once we start building up, you know, that universe, meta metaverse, multiverse. Then we'll go into audible type books. And, and then once we, you know, get comfortable with that particular brand or niche, we'll probably go graphic and I will find some artists and give you guys a bit. I'll give you a bibliose because what I want to do is do one-offs. I don't want to stretch it out with the people and milk their money. I'd rather give them like 10 full stories than a graphic novel that's maybe like half the size of a pseudepigrapha and then just call it a done deal. And if they lose it, they just, they're F because they'll be limited, you know? And if I do a second printing, the second printing instead of being less will be more because that means we had to go back and make another batch. So it's going to still be fair for the fans or the connoisseurs. I just love what everyone has done for for us artists, man, and 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 the support they've given Bone Thugs and Wu-Tang and uh, the punk community. I, I stand as a, as a testimony to that, that genre of music and that era of music, even the dance music, even like uh, CNC Music Factory, you know, even Donna Summers, like, I just want to say for the new age kids, we love you guys. And um, I'm, I'm proof that being a celebrity is not hard. Being tied to the industry is not hard, but you have to pay your dues. You're not just going to get pulled in here by the hand and just hugged on. You got to show that you're ready to take a couple slaps across the face and not necessarily by the producers or the engineers or the A&Rs or the labels themselves, but you got to pay your dues in this game. You feel what I'm saying? Like you're catching me right before the next wave i'm going into my two chain i've already done my uh, player circle and then my disturbing the peace and now it's pulled up to the scene with the silly missing like you're, this interview is going to be one of the rarest interviews for me because i'm coming back in a way that you know before you know going viral and spotify was the thing you got to understand my my label deal i I got the 80-20. And eventually that label, which started in my room, three guys, Brandon, Brian, and Joe Bird, uh, ended up getting bought out by Sonny for a million. With Spotify Woods, man. Like, I'm a part of viral history in that sense. I, I'm a part of uh, one of the few individuals to be brought into the Bone Thug La Costa Nostra and, and be around. And, and they up, up to this point, they have they haven't disclaimed me. They haven't attempted to sue me or anything like that. And that's an honor, man. It's an honor to be a part of your pop history. It's an honor. Honor, man. You know, I've, I've got a remix with Tupac and Busy that's never been pulled offline. Um, I've got verses with Busy Bone I haven't released yet. Um, and then when it was bought out by Sony, Meta Ray, you know, they put out our punk rock tapes when Sony didn't want to put us out. So shout out to Mr. Diamond from Meta Ray Records and Sony, man. And shout out to the gods from the 60s. Uh, they're a 60s band that actually pushed our records through. So we just had a lot of love, man. And that's why you see this, because we never thought in a million years that we'd do this. We just had a dream and a vision. And we weren't going to let nobody take it from us, you know? Yeah. And it's still going at it. And still, I mean. Yeah, man. So. So to, to go back a tiny bit, if so if you were doing a second release of something because all of it sold out, 
would you change anything to it or would you release it the same uh would you think would you think i can make improvements to it or would you leave it as is and move on to something new well um at this point what we're doing now we're doing something we're doing something real special mr diamond it's funny that your name is rusty diamond and one of our execs name was diamond too so that's that's like a an entendre or synchronicity and i don't think it's happenstance but uh because i love the, the term diamond stands for anyway but uh what we're doing right now is we're we're preparing a like we're preparing a a, a plethora of uh a, a plethora of releases that are going to be some of the best songs viral uh and in, in, in the formation of like a compilation of greatest hits and people are going to get a mixture of some of the singles that did, we didn't think got enough flow or we didn't get paid enough attention to along with previously unreleased songs songs that were on mixtape because that piff disabled their uploading um enablability so we'll be able to what we're going to do is we're going to create a situation where people can get those songs again and they'll be viral forever for as long as streaming is applicable. So, yeah, we're, we got um, uh, Dream Blood, Don't F With Me. We got uh, uh, Benny Betty, uh, Benny Betty Dicci, which is another way to say Come See and Conquer. And there are about 20, 20 songs a piece. We got the Radio Virgin Stars which is like 20 songs of nothing but singles. Each song is crafted to be a single. So you're getting a full comp, you're getting a double album of singles as opposed to how um, in the in the label industry, they'll wait till they get like five albums deep. Whereas a lot of those singles are going to be fresh singles that we just wanted to be in alignment because, you know, this is the era of playlists. So we said, instead of, paying spotify to playlist is we'll make, make our own playlist and then release it that way yeah and then easy to find and so when uh when people want to find you where are they going to go to find you to download your music to uh check out your work to uh, do whatever where are they going to go well the, the beautiful thing about being a, a semi-celebrity is Instead of having to depend on Spotify and all these uh, bloated, uh, inflated functions, we've been Googleable for for quite some time. So you can go scan like it sounds, hyphen in hyphen, B O N E dollar sign, and either put Bone Thug next to it or um, put Rap Singer R A P hyphen S I N G E R, and it'll pop up, man. I mean, it's really, it's really that simple for us anymore. And that's why when people ask us about, are you on Instagram? Are you on this and that? I, I don't get, I don't get sucked into one aspect. Like I'm on the verge of being ultra viral brother and, and, and it's going to happen overnight, but I will that I, I could have been viral a year ago. I could have been super viral because I was viral back in 2010, 2011. You know, when we first got inducted into phone in 08, 09, and 2010, like I had, I had a taste of being viral at all the interviews we've ever done with chamber music. Shout out to G. Clef, the mad composer who's a jazz composer, as well as the first founding father of online distribution for Wu Tang music. They're on the 30th year anniversary. I copped my chamber music shirt. So, G. Clef, man, a big name in the industry, the independent underground. Uh, 
upper ground industry. Uh, DJ Dragos, who made the best ladies, the best, best uh, friend and godfather to Lazy Bone and Bone Clinton and Harmony, and the founder of Boneyard Management, uh, uh, Mercedes, Blaze, who helps manage uh, Sugar Free, his right hand, the right hand is the Lazy Bone, and one of my close confidants, you know, Black Caesar, Baby Bill, the, the upstarts and Long-time runners were busy bone. All these people are people that I've been, you know, usurped into and had the the had the, the had the ability to be with them in person or be long-standing with them. So that's why, you know, we don't have to worry about a lot of things because when we went for that vision and that dream, we we job shadowed these individuals. We 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 presented ourselves to be a student, man. We we presented ourselves to be a friend. We didn't present ourselves to be a stand fan or to, or, or to be a, a D-I-C-K writer. Or, we didn't do that. We came in humble and, and modest. And we really wanted to be their friend. We really wanted to love and to learn what it was that made them successful. And that's the only reason why we're still here today. We're not just here because our music is so great or because we're such a good business person because we've been terrible in a lot of things. But we've been great in others. And one thing that we're great in is being loyal, dedicated, and consistent with persistence. And that's what I give to all the independent artists or people who are doing podcasting or anything. Consistency, persistence, but being loyal and being dedicated is what's going to make it possible. Yeah. I love it, man. Cool. Well, hey, thank you so much for being on and talking with me. And uh, we should get you back on with uh, with Jonathan here at some point. Have you both on at the same time? It'd be cool. That would be awesome, man. I I love it. And he, you know, big yeah. ups to him because he's he's a great great brother. And uh, I wish yeah. him but the best for him. He's kind of he's kind of turned into like my god brother. And I'd almost beat somebody up for him because he's a good soul. Um. Yeah, so yeah. all I can tell you guys is. I'll send you some of the records and stuff from time to time. You can post them or play them. But I wasn't even big on that. I just wanted to see what your platform was about. He recommended it. So I was like, let's go, you know? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We said that uh, I'm like, whoever you fucking bring me is good with me. So, uh, yeah, I, I gotcha. So, cool, and, man. And well, hey. We, return, we call him Yokanan. So, shout out to Yokanan, man, the Southern oh, yeah. Headbanger. All right, man. You be safe, brother. And thank you for your you, time. You too. Thank you. All right, that's skin and bones, dude. Um, hell yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't see the world if you're not like on the street walking around. That's where you find the world, man. That's where you stop and you sit on the curb. You don't sit on a on a bench or something. You sit on the curb. That's where you are. That's how and the people will come to you. You're good. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you very much on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. And that is the show, man. Boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.
It's Rusty Diamond Motherfucker.